guys, welcome back to Raising a Wookiee. Um, so, hello from almost the other side of lockdown, I guess, uh, for most people. Um, I mean, the world is sort of slowly coming back to normal. They have issued the statement, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, that um, the UK, you'll have to wear a face mask to go into shops now. Um Personally, this isn't something that really bothers me too much as I've been working through the pandemic and have had to wear a face mask to mix with the public. Um, so, yeah, I suppose, it's, I mean, I went to Blue Water the other day for the first time since everything kicked off and I wore a face mask. Um, you know, I, I know it won't particularly prevent me getting sick, but it will hopefully, if I've come into contact with somebody that's got it, at least then I won't spread it or am unlikely to. So yeah, I wear my mask for other people really. Um, yeah, I just wondered how all you guys were doing really. Um, you know, let me know. I know everyone's struggling a bit at the moment. Uh, mental health's a big thing. Um, I mean, we've definitely had our struggles too. Um, I mean, there's been times during this where obviously our routine has changed up, you know, considerably. Um, I mean, Hermione's sort of gone from being in a position where she was doing things solidly sort of for at least four days of the week and then sort of doing sort of academic stuff at home like the other three. Um, she's gone from doing that to just being stuck in the house, which obviously she's found frustrating. I mean, bless her, she's only five and I think she's coped with it like an absolute trooper. I mean, we have, um, academically, we've kind of let a lot of stuff fall by the wayside because this is just such a strange and unprecedented time. And obviously because she isn't returning to school, we haven't got that, um, sort of restraint of like, she has to be at this level. Um, you know, there's, there's the rest of her childhood to catch up with anything she might be behind on. I mean, we still have done some stuff like she's learned up to her. I mean, not obviously like off the top of her head, but she can work out up to her seven times table now, um, which is really cool. Um, I mean, I don't really know many other five-year-olds that could do that. Um, she's been doing a lot of like drawing, colouring, painting, um, which I think is very important at the moment for their mental health, you know, because this is such a bizarre situation for them as well as us. Um, I mean, she's understood that if we have sort of, um, I mean, not that we have actually, because we, we were going to meet up with some people for a picnic and stay socially distanced. Um, and she, like I say, we explained to her, you know, you won't be able to go near your friends, you won't be able to hug them or whatever, you'll just have to sit on your mat and sort of chat to them or whatever or like, you know, um, and in the end we didn't end up going, so, um, I mean, that was that. Um, we have hopefully now, we met up with her friend that she spends a lot of time with, Esme, we met up with her for the first time since February, um, or possibly early March, but that was yesterday. Um, and they had so much fun. They literally had the best time. <laughs> and we literally, we gave them a hand sanitizer each. And um, pretty much that, that was it. They sanitized every so often. They were careful not to touch their faces. After they touched any like playground stuff, they sanitized. Like they were so good about it. And it was lovely, really. I mean, bizarre, because these are weird times, but it, it was it was so good to see them together again. Um, 
yeah, it was great. So hopefully we will be having a socially distanced picnic with another one of her friends hopefully next week. We've got plans to do some kayaking at some point in the next week as well. Uh, that'll be with Esme as well. And I'm sure then we'll have a picnic and stuff while we're there. Um, you know, so stuff is starting to return back to normal. Her beloved ice skating will resume hopefully by the 25th, although then that is obviously going to depend on whether they do the home ed rates because I can't afford to take her if we're not doing home ed rates. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what Planet Ice does with that. Um, I mean, I'd like to think after us basically living there for the last sort of six months before all this kicked off, that they would know that we are genuine home edders. But <laughs> you never know. So we'll find out soon, I guess. Um, yeah, hopefully the dance schools will be able to reopen soon so she can go back to like ballet and tap and stuff. I know her gymnastics club has been doing some outdoor lessons, uh, but we haven't quite got around to getting her into those. Um, just because you have to stay with them in a field and, um, yeah, I, I just want to kind of, um, wait till it's back on a bit more locally, really. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's slowly getting there. It's slowly returning to normal-ish. But anyway, the point I was going to get to with this episode in general um, so I've just been going back through, cause during the pandemic, obviously I was working, we've got a little shop next door to where we work and I was getting like my lunch every day and that. And, um, I started collecting the newspapers from the very start of the pandemic and taking out the articles that were to do with COVID and how the UK was coping with it and the world and sort of how we've sort of went into lockdown and all the different rule changes. And yeah, just so when Hermione's a bit older, she can actually sort of realise properly what she lived through. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'll be able to get it all online like everything else in the world. But I just thought, you know, it'd be nice if she's actually got a little sort of stuck in diary of all this stuff that, you know, we can sort of just be like, there you go. This was your COVID life. <laughs> yeah, strange, but I thought we'd do it. Um, so, yeah, so I was looking through that and I saw the article where basically they said the schools were going to be closing and people were starting to panic and take children out of school. And then they eventually did close. And it was just like that, like how to survive the homeschooling um, experience. And there was all these tips and things like that. And, you know, you just think like it just made me think really um, like, I mean, I wrote something out, actually, which I'll read to you and then I'll kind of go off on my waffle. So while schools have been closed during lockdown, the term homeschooling has been used to describe children learning out of school. However, those of us that were homeschooling before it became school at home will know that this is the same thing, which is why we refer to... This isn't the same thing even, I knew what I meant. Um, which is why we refer, refer to it as home educating. So school at home is something that everyone has been forced into um, and sort of what the papers were trying to prepare people for. Um, I mean, I did just find another article where basically they were... Um, saying how I think it was like about a week into when the schools officially like shut and everyone was forced to homeschool and they were basically going on about how people were struggling massively with it already um so yeah then I went on to write hold fire so school at home is something you have been thrust into without choice uh but you have lessons and guidance from schools um, with us families that were already home educating before the lockdown, we had to take full responsibility. So we've had no support from schools, no support from the government. Um, like literally we have just been left to it. Our lives have been 
like put on hold the same as everyone else's and we've been given nothing to sort of help that um so we use the term education in a broad sense um we the way we see it is like it's bringing out developing potential rather than just sort of facts drilling and skills um i mean unschooling is more an approach to learning and education that doesn't rely on familiar habits that we associate with like schools uh that kind of approach that style of learning um there's also world schooling which refers to parents who facilitate their child's learning but out in the real world so i mean we do a lot of that as well because we're out doing stuff a lot um i mean like just the other day we had hermione i know it's like in the garden which was on the trampoline and we're going to a while you're bouncing on the trampoline having fun can you shout out your tables so she was she was doing like the two and three times table just sort of going over them making sure she's solid with them um so i mean as well for people who have alternative lifestyles that are different from mainstream that'd be like world schooling um but i mean the most important thing for us is that you're guided by your children generally with homeschooling or home education rather um so yeah i mean it's it's been it's been an interesting journey lockdown really um i mean especially like i say we had no support at all you've just literally had everything you normally do taken away from you i mean you'll always get some home edders that will literally replicate school at home but for the vast majority of us it's not like that at all and the biggest amount of our learning is out and about in the real world in everyday situations um so it has been very bizarre um i mean i've never used twinkle so much in all my life we've been printing off different worksheets and coloring and facts about stuff looking up what the curriculum should be what she should be sort of up to and learning and that kind of thing which i don't normally i mean i, I kind of loosely follow it but i try not to go sort of too hardcore um just cuz obviously that is the reason we homeschooled to start with to try and give her that sort of more fluid education and you know not sort of get her hung up on the fact that it's all just drilling and learning for exams that you know I mean bless her she is quite bright I think anyway and I mean a lot of the tutors and things we've got for different bits tell us she is so I like to think that she can do that and pursue that and you know she can anything she's into she can sort of pursue without that you've got to do it because you've got to get an A on that test you know, it's just she's doing it because she's good at it and she enjoys it. And then if there's something she's not as good at, I will try and make sure she maintains like a really basic, you know, like what you need to get on in life. But I won't force her to do things that she absolutely can't get on with. But I mean, as I say, luckily, she's pretty good at most things. She likes learning. She enjoys it. She absorbs information really well. Um so yeah, really, I was going to go on to sort of say, you know, um, I mean, if you have ha obviously had to homeschool your child. Oh, here comes the child. You're going to come and say hello. Okay. Uh -huh. oh, yeah. So this is the Raising a Wookie podcast. Do you want to say hello to the viewers? Hello, viewers. What have you been up to during lockdown? Uh, doing work and playing lots of lots of lots of games. Yeah, that that pretty much sums it up. If anyone's there i don't think oh it's, is. it's not like there's people that is uh, they listen it back like a radio show you know like we listen to the oh. radio sometimes yeah so when you're a bit bigger you can do these podcasts with me we can ask you questions and stuff yeah mm. all right you say bye bye 
So yeah, where was I? Um, so yeah, I mean, if you, <laughs> you've obviously been thrust into the world of homeschooling. So if from this or you're, you know, you're scared to send the kids back in in September, so you're having to deregister because if not, the government are fining people. So you've kind of been forced into the situation or you've decided that actually this way of life is for you. Um, I just thought of some points really that people could sort of consider um and kind of reasons that we do it as well which I've probably gone over in other episodes but it just got me thinking about it all so um I mean it's not all roses all of the time but then neither is sending your kids to school and having tons of homework that they have to do um but I mean it's not a decision to be taken like lightly if you do this you've kind of got to throw yourself into it um I mean like I say a lot of people do no formal work at all it's all like world learning um, but then you do get people like us that do a bit more sort of, I would say 50-50, but it's more 75-25. Um, and then you get people that do just sit their kids at a desk at home and replicate school. So it's whatever works for you, really. But, you know, it's not something to be taken lightly. You've got to really think about it. And it's like anything else. It's not going to be all roses all the time. Um saying that I mean there's been moments during this lockdown where I have been like that is it when this is all over you are going to school and then there's been other moments where I'm like what am I saying how could I forsake our way of life you know so I mean I don't regret it for a second I don't regret our decision to homeschool um I mean a home educate it's a a slog at times but it's worth it and especially when I see her excelling stuff that I know I mean she's quite a she can't sit still, she's quite fidgety, and I just think in a school she would be that kid that is permanently outside the door because they're disruptive. And bless her, anyone that knows her knows she is like the sweetest kid. She has not got a bad bone in her body, but I still think she'd be labelled as like a troublemaker. Um and I could totally see why. In a school setting, I could see why that would be. But yeah. Like I say, for us, uh, I don't regret homeschooling. It's it's something we... I mean, I really enjoy it. I've learned so much that I never knew that I don't remember from school if we did it. Apparently, we did some stuff on different bits that I've picked up, but I don't remember them, so I've learned it all again now. Hurrah! Um, but yeah, I was going to say, like, kids have a love of learning. That is inbuilt in them. The only way they stop loving learning is when it's kind of, like, drummed out of them. Um so, I mean, they have a natural sense of wonder and curiosity about everything. And also, I mean, home educating, I generally think, does pr- promote, like, good mental health. I mean, in their friendship circles, you can pursue the friendships um, with them. I mean, Hermione's, one of her best friends is nearly seven, which obviously she wouldn't have that at school. That would be a child that she'd sort of possibly see maybe at break time and then wouldn't see him for the rest of the day. Um, so, you know... It, it gives them that freedom if they're getting picked on or bullied you can choose not to sort of carry on seeing those people um so it's not to say they don't experience it they still know that that kind of stuff happens in the world but you can just shield them from it a little bit more you haven't got to then take up battles with the school and sort of be in there every five minutes going on about the bullies for the school then to probably not do much i mean it might have changed since my day but you know anyway <laughs> i won't dwell on that point um so yeah so I mean it gives you the freedom to learn in a way that suits you as well so you've got galleries museums um castles sporting things workshops um 
you know, you can take your time with it, you can take it all in, especially things like museums and art galleries and stuff like that. You can literally let them walk into the room and be like, what interests you? Go and focus on a piece and then, you know, write me something about it and draw it. And and they can focus on that for a couple of hours if it takes, you know, or they can look at something for 10 seconds. They're not being told, this is what you've got to look at. You can't look at those other exhibits because we've come here to look at this or whatever. Um, or, you know, we've got to rush around here in an hour because that's all we've got. Um, so it just gives them those kind of field trips where it's a bit more fluid. Um, again, you've got the freedom to develop and pursue their own talents and interests and skills. You can be flexible with your timetables. You can follow the curriculum or not. Um, you can do the exams or not. Um, you know, you've got the freedom to keep a balance. And I love the way we can match life and learning to our needs. Um, you know, there's learning and living become the same thing. It's, you know, like I was saying about the social side, it just makes it so much. I mean, I'm only going on from when I was at school, but, and Mike as well. Um, you know, it's it's real friendships that they're making, not sort of forced associations. Um, and it, it gives them real proper social in, situations where they're like proper involved with like even the adults and it's kind of they they don't really I mean they still have friends that are kids that are their friends but they really interact with the adults well it's just like a real all-round social experience I don't know I can't describe it you'd kind of have to come along to some home ed meets or something like that and kind of get the vibe for it I just find home ed kids like very different that way to a, a lot of schooled kids um so yeah, I mean, we're learning to live in a happy, productive and successful way. Um, and I like to think that most of us will hopefully create like independent learners. Um, it's, it's definitely 100% the best thing for our family. It works for our circumstances as well. I mean, again, anyone that knows us knows we've got a peculiar set of circumstances. Um, so we'd be a bit stuck if we had to send her to school if they turned around tomorrow and said all kids have to be in school it would absolutely shaft us financially because I would no longer be able to work um or I'd have to seriously rethink my job or my hours or you know it would basically mess us up um at the moment we literally juggle everything everywhere between a family network and I mean like during lockdown when it was in the the serious lockdown phase I was basically forced to take Hermione to work because I still had to carry on working and we had no childcare because my mum was um, like self-isolating for 12 weeks. So she had 12 weeks of um, being an assistant, which was interesting. Um, but that's another podcast for another day. Um, so yeah, I mean, it works for our circumstances and our personalities as well, I feel. Um, and yeah, we're just really lucky to be in a position where we can do it. Um, and I mean, in the beginning, it, it was almost a bit like our hand was forced a little as well. Like I say, we haven't really got, we're not in the position to actually send her to school. Um, but yeah, it's, it's worked out so well and I enjoy it absolutely every minute. So yeah, uh, just one more little thing I want to add on the end. Um, I'm not really sure if it's like relevant, relevant or not. Um, I mean, <sighs> sorry, that's my dog barking in the background. Um, I, we've had a couple of comments as well regarding us not being able to send her to school, um, that are a bit like, you know, well, you should have thought about that before you had a kid. 
And I just want to say, like, well, you know, like, life isn't always about that. You know, we, we knew we wanted a child and we've thought outside the box. We've worked a way around the fact that our lives can't really send her to a fixed school. Um, I mean, obviously, another option for that would have been, like, boarding school. But, you know, it's... I don't even know if they do that for this age, children. But... Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that, really, you know, like people... And also, there's people out there that get pregnant and it wasn't planned. And say they were in the same situation, what they meant to do, just go and get rid of it then. You know, like, I just think sometimes, you know, especially when home educating, like, it's a totally legal thing. There's no issues with doing it. You know, anyone, anywhere, more or less, can do it. I know there's some countries that are a bit more funny about it. But, you know... I just think it's an odd thing to penalise people over. Like, life happens and life finds a way, you know. So, yeah, like I say, we enjoy every minute. We love it. It couldn't have worked out better. And we've worked our lives around it, really. Um, And, yeah, and worked schooling around our lives. So, yeah, I'll leave that there today. That is kind of, yeah, I hope everyone's well and okay and not losing their shit at the moment. Sorry for swearing. Um... (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a funny old uh, world we're living in. But yeah, so talk to you guys later. Hopefully I'll think of something else good for the next podcast. Do let me know uh, via Raising a Wookiee on the Facebook um, or my Insta is Kaz4500, um, I believe, I think it is. Um, yeah, just let me know if there's anything you want to ask, anything you want to know any educational resources you'd like pointing in the direction of, um, or if you even want to appear on the radio show. All right, then, take care, guys. Bye.